Listener Production. Unlike a triple shot half sweet almond milk cold press caramel macchiato to go, these boys are not complicated. But they are to go. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. All the feels over the weekend, Alex Dyson seeing lots of footage of Roger Federer and uh, some of the people that he used to compete with fiercely over the years. Out, all out celebrating. I think there was a maybe a, a tournament going on, like a friendly tournament happening. Mm-hmm. Lots of speeches being made for Federer, having renounced his retirement. Scenes of him holding hands with Nadal, then both crying. I mean, this this thing that's been going on for most of my life, this, yep. this rivalry, now finally at an end. You're right, Matt. I think it just goes to show, like, can be emotional, you know, retiring from work. Remember, we finished up at Triple J, did a little staff meeting at the end and broke into a lot of tears there yes, in front tears. of uh, in front of everybody. Had a few hugs. Yeah, who knows? Maybe 10 years' time we'll be sitting there next to Hamish and Andy holding hands. <laughs> tears. You know, we'll miss you guys. Who knows? The rivalry. The great rivalry of which only one side realises it's a really good rivalry. As if Roger Federer was holding hands with the bloody under 10s from the local Supergrass tennis courts. Can't believe it's over. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're the the Nadal of breakfast, of male breakfast comedy duos. We'll... All right. See how we go. Anyways, <laughs> tell you what, if you want to talk about mismatched sporting oh. rivalries, well, th- one happened over the weekend, which I'm sure you probably uh, know the results of as well, the AFL Grand Final happening, but we're going to chat to someone who was there who got to experience it firsthand. Producer Bron is in with some clickfish. Matt has done something weird at an after party again. I mean, it's just good fun Monday time. Shall we get into it? Let's go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Matt, a very, very big day at the uh, the Coliseum in Melbourne. The MCG hosting uh, 100,000 people. Biggest crowd since, I think, 86. They popped up with the graphic. Uh, Geelong, Cats, pulling down the britches of the Sydney Swans and giving them a booty spanking (laughs) for the ages. (laughs) I'll tell you you what was red and white, their backsides after the (laughs) wooden spoon got whacked across it. Yeah, and look, we may have given you a bum steer here uh, on All Day Breakfast because we did put out a video on our TikToks, on our Instagrams, um, that... You know, showed a prediction of me and Alex having a kickoff, trying to get an AFL ball into a basketball hoop, and I got the ball in, and I was representing the Swans, which meant for me, for sure, that the Swannies had it, but no. Nope. Um, particularly as Matt is the, you know, self-prescribed psychic of the all-day breakfast team, oh, I yeah, thought I the Swans after that were, were a shoe-in. Um, alas, it wasn't to be, Matt. It was tough. I mean, I tell you what, like people sort of suggesting that the, um, you know, the, the Swans didn't turn up for the finals. I'll tell you what did turn up though, the weather. Ooh, yep. My, oh my, it looked spectacular. The pregame entertainment. Mm. Robbie Williams, incredible. Halftime entertainment. It's somewhat of a super group, a, a massive collaborative effort from some of Australia's finest artists. God, it was good. Yeah. New artists. take place. Uh, heritage artists. It was pretty great. Um, the ratings people weren't too happy. Lowest TV ratings ever for the grand final. I saw that. Which is rough because they just signed a couple of billion dollar deal for like future up to like 2027. But only um, 
2,179,000 viewers made it to the lowest rating decider on record. And I think last year's one was over 3 million, which was in Perth. And I guess it was a night game where traditionally at night you get more of the people tuning in. Well, that is the problem. But also, don't forget, a lot of places were still in lockdown. Yeah. So, I mean, what else were you going to do? We were watching it as well, you know. Like, and I guess uh, there's so, a lot of people would be watching it from pubs or like house parties. It's exactly. It's very difficult to, you know, pinpoint how many people with a Oztam rating box were actually at home watching it on their own thing. But look, whilst the waitings were down there, over 100,000 people packed the G to watch it in person. And one of them is a very close associate of the All Day Breakfast show, Mr. Sam Kavanagh. Hello. <laughs> Hey guys, how are you? I'm not good, Sam. I, I was looking at your Instagram. I got angry. I got angry because oh. the big old grin on your face, <laughs> you and your son. Oh, you were so proud. It was it was so earnest and happy. Like the actual happiness was disgusting. There was tears of joy, Maddie. Tears of joy were flowing like uh, like goals that the cats were kicking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Like, I couldn't because the Cats have been quite a good team in the AFL. If you don't follow it too much, they've been quite a good team for a number of years. And I couldn't I believe that the last premiership was 15 years ago, many years before your son was actually born. Uh, yeah. Well, look, it wasn't quite 15 years ago, but it was yeah, definitely before I had kids. And um, so for my 10-year-old son to be there with me, um, we were very, very fortunate to get a couple of tickets and be sitting next to each other, um, was also sitting next to Dave Hughes, who barracks for, um, for Carlton, and he tried very hard to explain to my 10-year-old how lucky we were. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His team hasn't played finals in about 15 years, yeah. um, but uh, I think it was lost on backs. It might, it might take my son another few years to really clock how, how very lucky and special it was. Now, I mean, watching it from a Sydney sider's point of view, it mm-hmm. was very difficult to care after a little <laughs> while. Um, and and I hate to say that, you know what I mean? I still there was a little bit of hope. I kept thinking, oh, you know, if they get one goal, they get one. And every time they got a goal, Geelong would just just almost slot one ten seconds later. Did you mm-hmm. get bored as a Geelong spectator, or was it just more? <laughs> no. Were you just shoving the face in the mud and keeping the foot down? Look. As someone who has had three kids, I would say it was probably the best day of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so no, Matt, I didn't. I didn't get bored. Well, there's yeah. plenty of um, all day breakfast listeners who might not be into the sport, so we better give the uh, the big match report for the pre-game entertainment. Robbie Williams, how did he go, Sam? Oh, he was incredible. Like I um. Again, I've been very lucky to be at a few grand finals, and I've never seen the whole crowd singing along to nearly every word of the pre-game entertainment. Like everyone was up out of their seats, singing, dancing. I mean, it was it was genuinely like being at a Robbie Williams concert for twenty <laughs> minutes. It was it was amazing. He just read the room so well. To a tribute to Warney, and then. A tribute to John Farnham playing You're the Voice. I mean, where I was sitting um, was just behind where that smaller stage was. And one, and sort of during the set, all these bagpipers started coming out. I'm thinking to myself, 
How many Robbie Williams songs have got bagpipes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember rock DJ with a little bit of a pipe solo. Yeah, um, well, exactly. what about Delta? I saw Delta jump up. Uh, like I've seen lots of the snaps on Instagram, but I don't actually know what, what her partner was. So she performed the, uh, the, the verses that Kylie Minogue sings in his song Kids. Um, oh, jump on board, feel the ride. Oh, yeah. yes, we're doing wow. it all night. <laughs> yeah, it well, was. That's it, she was awesome. You know, Robbie's a, a global superstar, but Delta absolutely went toe to toe with him. Like she just blitzed it, blitzed it. Well, a good friend of the show here, Delta Goodrum. Now, yeah, as big well, shout after out a couple to of Delta. appearances. And mm. uh, the halftime entertainment. What did you think? Uh, look, I was standing in line to get a, a, a drink. So, um, oh. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, I could hear the temper trap. Um, I could hear G Flip, um, which another great choice by G Flip mm. to to do um, a cover of Jets. Are you going to be my girl? Yep. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, everyone seemed to be really enjoying it, but I, I made mm. this. A poor decision to line up for a beer that probably wasn't worth it. Well, I tell you what, whilst G Flip was at full strength, the beers were mid strength, and I hope you liked them <laughs> there, uh, Sammy. Thank you very much for being our uh, grand final correspondent. We'll talk to you soon. Pleasure, guys. Thank you. Go was- Cutters. <laughs> oh, you couldn't help yourself. <laughs> All day breakfast. Alex Dyson, don't you hate it when you're out? Let's say you're at an event at a party. Mm-hmm. On the town. Yep. With my red paintbrush. <laughs> and you're just stuck having to carry something for the whole night. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. I know know what you're talking about. I was a presenter at one of the at the uh, Channel 9 Upfronts. Now that Upfronts are um it's an event where a network will announce all of the great shows that they've got coming up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, to look forward to in the coming year. And it's a big event, very fancy event. You mm-hmm. know, I had to wear a suit, look good. Cool. Presenting next to a good friend of mine, incredible Australian talent, Claudia Carvin. Oh, yeah. Right? Just, remember when I accidentally spoiled the other guy because she was starring in it and I just picked a random Australian actor out of my <laughs> thin air right. on a podcast. I'm like, so you got on there like Claudia Carvin or something? And you're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, well, thankfully, we don't spoil things on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Certainly not news about casts. So it's a fancy event. Mm-hmm. Channel 9 are like, do you want us to provide you clothes or do you want to bring your own clothes? Oh, my God. I wish I had some sort of service like that. I know, I know, because I literally have not bought a new piece of clothing since the pandemic began. <laughs> right? Like, And it's starting to really show. Yeah. Like, even today, you're wearing your Coney 2012 shirt. I mean, mate, that... <laughs> so anyways, I was like, so they, they, they got me a nice uh, shirt to wear, but I, I still brought my suit because I've got, you know, very long arms and I've got, you know, weird sizes that's fitted suits. So I was like, I'll just bring my suit. Mm-hmm. So I wore a T-shirt underneath my suit to the event, yes. right, just to get in the building. And I changed into the sharp shirt, looking yep. good, presented, all great. Afterwards, I went to go put my T-shirt back on, said to the stylist, you know, you can have the shirt back. I'm just going to wear this. Yep. She sort of looked at me and like, you know, this is to go to the after party and was like, maybe just keep the shirt on, yeah? Because, uh, <laughs> you know, my T-shirt was, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't work, okay? None of it worked. polite advice from a professional <laughs> stylist, okay? How about, 
don't. That's basically <laughs> what she said. I was like, I'll just wear this. She said, how about don't? Yep. Just wear the shirt. Return it to me. You got people at the event? Oh, Maybe mate. don't wear it. Yeah. Big, <laughs> you know, VIPs, mm. Australian media there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I was like, fine. Who, I won't you, wear who'd it. Who did you see? I, uh, well, oh, I'll tell you what, actually, buddy, I clicked on the red carpet going into the event. Right. Wandering right? in. I'm Channel standing, 9. I'm standing with um, a gentleman from Stan, a good friend of mine from Stan. Chief Marketing Officer. He's like, oh, okay, you'll go on to the carpet next. I'm like, yeah, no worries. Going to go on. He puts his hand up. Oh, wait, actually, actually. And then a Don't publicist goes, oh, Don't no, 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 no. Don't you dare no, say who no. it is. It wasn't Richard Wilkins. Oh, my, I was about to say. Hamish and Andy, though. Oh. Of course it was Hamish and Andy. <laughs> He's like, Hamish and Andy, you got to go through. I was like, of course that. Like, has there ever been anything in my life where Hamish and Andy haven't, like, deserved, rightly so, to go ahead of me? <laughs> Oh, just brutal. (laughs) So anyways, fact of the matter is I've I've, I've got to hold this T-shirt because like, I'm like, oh, so what am I going to do with this T-shirt? She's like, I don't know, but like you can just send the shirt you're wearing back to us when you're finished. But now I'm wearing a suit now. I'm looking quite fancy, but I'm also just wearing this, holding this T-shirt to this event. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to give give yourself a squeegee and suddenly you could be making some money at the traffic lights. I just feel like I couldn't stuff it in any of my pockets. Like it just looked too bulging. Yeah. If I put it, you know, anywhere. If I put it in my back pocket, too bulging. Yeah. and, And so... You don't so want a like, T-shirt hanging out the back of your pants. What though, am do I going to do? So I had to like, and it was a good T-shirt. You couldn't just. I wasn't going to dump it. Nah, can't jettison. Nah. So, so I saw a folder with all these notes in it from backstage. All the scripts everyone was having to read out as part of the presentation. Right. And so I just folded up the T-shirt and I put it in this document folder. And I <laughs> what, like a Manila folder. Yeah, but it was see-through, like plastic. And I was like, oh, I can't just have a T-shirt in a plastic, clear plastic folder. So then I got notes, documents, and I put them on either side of it and have all this writing on it. And then I made a a T-shirt sandwich (laughs) that you could hold like a briefcase. I got it did. And so many people asked, like, like, I'd be talking to people for ages and then eventually they'd be like, so what what are you carrying? Like, what? It just looks really important what you've got in there. And I'm like, T-shirt. I just don't want to. I just didn't want to have to wear a I carry a T-shirt. They're like, are you kidding? I thought it was like. Some sort of like contracts or yeah. something like that. I'm like, nah, just a pink tee. You couldn't put it down or anything? Well, actually, in hindsight, it kind of worked out pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. Because one, got to look good at the party. Mm-hmm. Two, didn't have to carry a t shirt. Three, got a free folder. <laughs> oh, they didn't return the folder <laughs> Mate, afterwards. Nah, no one asked for it. No one knows. Absolutely sneaky, my dude. Fo- carrying a folder around at a sort of after party is pretty good. Hamish and Andy carry their logies and uh, <laughs> their arias. Ah, they got me again! <laughs> Matt, a t-shirt <laughs> in a see-through folder. Not bad. Order up! Just how you like it. Perfect. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish with producer Bron. Yes, when it comes to stinking clickbait articles, the internet is like the great Pacific garbage patch, but only one person is able to pluck out a uh, few nuggets of gold from it. It is our producer Bron. Hello, Bron. Hello. Weekend update. What's been happening? Oh my God, it was such a good weekend. Had a Billie Eilish concert, oh. AFL grand final. I was a bit emotional at all of these events. Billie Eilish, I want to cry. Up Aww. there, Kazali, I wanted to cry. 
that video of bloody Federer and Nadal crying next to each other. It's like, yeah. oh my God, I'm such an emotional wreck this weekend. I've wanted to cry for all the wrong reasons. Terrible performances in all the sports. <laughs> AFL, Sydney down, Rugby Union, Australia so, down. Pumped. Rugby League, Rabbitohs down. It was an absolute disaster. But anyways, I'm glad you uh, you had tears of joy. What have you been clicking, Bron? This first one's from news.com. Headline, love it. Wild trend replacing cheese boards. Right. Well, I'm a mad for a cheese board. So this would be very interesting to me, Bron. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw this article. I didn't click on it, but from the picture, it looked like it was some sort of butter board. Yeah, exactly. What? So you put like softened butter mm. on a wooden board uh. and you're meant to like, you can like top it with little garnishes or edible flowers or whatever, uh, or Different herbs. types of butter? I think you're meant to do it with, like, that real, like, exy butter. Sure. I think you just get some real good stuff. Mm. Yeah, so a single thing of butter, mm-hmm. and then around it is, what, chives or something? Yeah, no, like, on top, on of, top it, of it. On top of it. Lay it on top of it. So you spread it, like, flat across a board, butter. Oh, like a really thin layer, like icing on a cake. Yes. Imagine that a big brown cutting board... Yeah. Is a big piece of toast. Yeah. Okay. And then you spread that cutting board with a nice Expensive thick layer butter. of butter. Yeah. And then you put different things on the butter around in different areas. Yeah, you top it with like salt or lemon zest or herbs or whatever. Uh, what do you think of this trend, Bron? Um, I don't know if it's wild as nah. the title suggests, but it does look delicious. If you get some like nice, crusty, fresh bread. Oh, nah. I don't know. People are nah. obsessed. You know what it reminds me? Pre-spreaded butter. It reminds me of the rim of margarine containers when people cannot take the right amount of butter mm. and make it my problem oh, by putting no. their crummy no, Vegemite smeared offcuts on the edge of the rim of that. the container. We're talking about like beautifully whipped, cultured you know, sea salt sprinkled butter here. Just, that. oh, you can but it's lather all, but it's it smeared. on. It's pre-smeared. Oh, no, you're talking my language. A few sardines on there as well. Mm. Someone commented, I can't wait to spend $16 on this at a restaurant in six months. Yeah, yeah well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, breaded butter. What they give prisoners. <laughs> so what, what else have you been uh, clicking on, Bron? Uh, next one's from Lad Bible. Headline: People are stunned to discover the actual method for swallowing pill capsules properly. Okay, I didn't is realize it, uh, I was swallowing them sub- wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Are we talking? Is it swallowing it in your butt instead? <laughs> Not quite. Okay, I wasn't sure. I just wasn't sure whether like suppositories sure, is I... the actual best way to you know take these sort of things. I mean, I just don't know. Um. Are you supposed to drink the water then put the pill in and swallow? No. So this guy, it was Sydney Raz. He posted on TikTok the easiest. What are his qualifications, Bron? Um, he posts fun facts. I don't know if he, okay. this is a. So uh, he's not a doctor? N- not that I know of. Okay. Is he a swallowing specialist of some <laughs> sort? I'm not sure what his exact qualifications is he are. A okay. Professor of the gullet. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps. How, did he was he raised by pelicans? <laughs> <laughs> what credentials does old mate have? He's saying the best way to do it is tilting your head forward rather than tilting it backwards to, oh, to yeah. get it down. Keep your chin in and swallow it whilst the chin is in. 
Because he was saying as well, the capsules um, float to the top sometimes if you've got water in your mouth. So then you lean forward and then he like flung his head back to get it down. So you do put your head back. Well, that's the thing I'm confused about because in the video he said you've got to tilt forward, but the way he does it is he leans forward and then just like throws the head back. So wait, so he, he, he puts his mouth forward. He leans his mouth forward so that's almost pointing to the floor. Mm-hmm. He waits for the pill to then float to the top of the water in his mouth, which is closer to his throat at that point, and then he swings his head back and the water splashes it all down. I guess. And does it make the mm. drugs work better or just... If anyone swallows it successfully, then it's yeah. He just it's just the just to get it down. It's well, just... you know, people aren't good at swallowing, mm. so I mean, I guess this is just to help. I mean, me, no probs. Mm-hmm. I'll swallow three, four pills, you name it. With uh, with moisture, or do you go do it in, in the raw? Sometimes just raw raw dog it sometimes, mate. Yeah, I could I could do that. <laughs> There's nothing around. What about you, Brian? Are you okay at swallowing pills? Pills fine, like. I don't know. People just... The thing is, like, it's so annoying watching someone struggle to swallow a pill. It's like, grow up. But then when, you, when you're doing it, it's like, uh, sometimes it can be hard. <laughs> grow up. Uh, grow up. <laughs> well, that's a great way to finish on, Broad. Grow up. Um, so I think we will uh, tomorrow on All Day Breakfast because we are out of time for today. Thanks to Sammy Cav for, uh, for joining us for a big footy report. And you know what's awesome, Alex Dyson? What's that? We're going to be here, same time, same place, tomorrow. That's it. We'll see you then. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.